Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks today as we continue on on our podcast. Uh, uh, Today's podcast is number 78, and we're talking about the results. And so the idea was, and yesterday morning, we talked about being on the highway to heaven and how being on that highway changes you. And and Stephanie shared with us on how it changed Charles' life and going into a dangerous country or uh, going into Africa to be a missionary, even though there had been no unrest, no, no American had ever been killed. We know that when we go into a third world country, that certainly there's some possibilities, but we serve God. We trust God. The, the Apostle Paul did it. Our Lord and Savior Jesus did it. And, uh, uh, and, but we were talking about how Charles' life was living for eternity and how that since we're on that highway, we should be living for eternity. We, we should be living differently. Our, our life should be in a different place. And no matter what stress we're going through, no matter uh, where we show up in life and what we're going through, we're on a different road, man. Uh, we're on the right road. We're not lost. And I mentioned how I got lost all the time to my shame before I, uh, before I went ahead and got a, uh, uh, GPS. But the weird thing is, is once I drive in a city, I can go back 10 years later and say, Debbie, remember that? It kind of freaks her out. But anyway, and so then going back before that, uh, we talked about, uh, this idea of having a new place to live. And, and, and so this week, uh, the, the morning before yesterday, we talked about living in that new place and how since we live in a new place, we're different. We we got a guarantee in heaven. We we know where we're going. We're uh, we're thrilled to be living that way and going that way and doing those things and and then being on that highway, being on that right road, knowing things are okay, knowing things are fine. And now we get to the point that since we have that new place to live, since we're on the right highway, since we're going to the right place. And folks, I'm excited about that, by the way. I I love going to the right place. But since we're doing those things, uh, that we now have a different result or the results of all that and the results we see in uh, verses uh, chapter 14 of Book of John and verses number 7 through 15. And let me read through those real quickly this morning. If ye had known me, you should have known my father also. From henceforth you know him and have seen him. And Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. You see, Philip, like many of us, and, and Thomas too, uh, they had a hard time with this spiritual thing, trust. And, and uh, you know, the, the Hall of Fame over there in Hebrews and the faith and trust. Faith is about trust in things. And, but Jesus said back to him, he said, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? Have that have seen have seen that have seen me? So Philip, you've seen me. You have seen the Father. And how sayest thou then? Show us the Father. And then in verse ten it says, "Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and that the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth good works. Believe me that I am the Father, and the Father in me. Else believe me for the very work's sake." Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall be also in greater works than these shall he do, 
because I go unto my Father. And, and he's talking, you know, we have, uh, we can do works through him, Stephanie. We can uh, continue these things to continue to go on. And whosoever ye ask, whatever, so whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Boy, there's a lot going on here, Stephanie, as I was looking at that and I was going through that. And it's, as always, we're honored to have Stephanie Wesco with us this morning. But as we go through this, as we talk about this, is, you know, the Lord is, is being so clear to us. And, and uh, he said, he's, he's coming right out and saying, if you've seen me, you've seen my father. Now, he's been with these disciples a long time. He's, uh, uh, you know, they've been following him around at this point. A couple and a half years have went by on his earthly ministry. And uh, he's telling Philip, he's telling all of us, there's no difference between him and the Father. And, and that whole idea of the tw- Trinity. And, you know, sometimes I can't speak, Stephanie. I want to share that with you. I, you know, I, I want to say Twinity. And uh, I speak a little bit like Winnie the Pooh sometimes. I... I share some speech with Winnie the Pooh. I'm just being up front with you. And sorry about that, folks, as you listen here. Uh, you know, it, it, we have this concept in God that we take the lines of our own personality and we extend them using him for all eternity. And I think that's what's going on with the result here is, is God's words are part of our life, Stephanie. The Holy Spirit of God is part of our life. The, the omniscient, he knows everything about us. And the omnipotent, the all-powerful God, that's, that's part of us and who we are. And, and it should become our nature. And so as he's dealing with Philip, and as earlier he dealt with Thomas, the Lord's saying, hey, folks, get this. You know me. You've been with me. You've seen me. You've seen my father. And, and, and then he goes on there in verses 10 and 11, and he supports the truth. He says, you believe in the father? Believe in me. You know, we're all the same. And in verse 11, he, he drives that home. He says, believe in me that I am the father and the father in me. And, and, and so he's bringing them home. And then we get to that whole result area. And, and that's kind of result is what we're talking about here, Stephanie. It says, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. In greater works than those shall he do, because I go on to my father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do, and the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. So the the whole result here is that we believe on him that we go out and work because of him, because of the place we live in, because of the highway we're on, uh, because of the command, because we got to go do these things. We, we, we don't sit on our own laurels. We serve God in everything we do. We serve God when we go to work with that uh, snarky boss or that person who's driving us crazy. We serve God when we're going through hard physical trials. We we serve God. And uh, a dear friend of Stephanie and mine right now is waiting to uh, deliver a baby over the next few days. We serve God in those times. We, we serve God and we continuously, knowing we're on the highway, knowing we got that place to live in, uh, we, we continuously show results, not that we get credit, but that we bring honor and glory to God. So as we talk about that, Stephanie, and we get to this point where we've looked at the place, we've talked about being on the highway, and now the results, what, what comes to your mind as we look at these things? Well, I'm, I'm looking here at Colossians chapter 1, and where Paul 
just the as he starts out the chapter, it just is um, what living out that life, you know, um, those greater works, kind of what that looks like. And um, Paul says in Colossians 1.10, he starts, he says that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us in the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. And yeah. when I look at John 14 um, and see what, you know, what Jesus was giving there of um, what the result will be of following him as the way, the truth, and the life, and believing on him, believing that that Jesus Christ and his Father are one, that the Comforter, you know, that, like we were talking about the Trinity, just the whole, the inner workings that each person of the Godhead has in, in our lives, what that what that is going to look like is what we see here in Colossians 1, of walking worthy of the Lord, and to well-pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God and being strengthened in his power and his might. And then the end of verse 11 is powerful. It says, unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. Yeah. And, you know, when we look at the life of Christ, one of the greatest examples he set for us was that of patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, as we follow Christ and in the way, the truth, and the life, you know, as we live in that, as he lives through us, that's going to result in patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. That's not something we can muster up in and of ourselves, but that will be a result. That will be the, some of those greater works that Jesus wants to be living out and showing to a lost world to people who have no hope. And um, I think that's huge. And then also he mentions they're giving thanks. And, the, the, you know, that just it's supernatural when you're in the midst of suffering, in the midst of trials. It's, it's not something our flesh can do. Um, being thankful, um, being patient. Yeah. Being able to have joy. That's nothing we can muster up. That's something that's supernatural that's something the holy spirit of god that comforter that jesus promised um in john 14 that's something he does and lives through us and that's the result the result will be a life that is not normal it'll be it'll be a life that to this world will be like how in the world can they live that way under their circumstances and it's not because of us it's because will be the outworking that will be the greater works um 
and will lead to greater works. You know, people aren't going to want what we have if we're walking around with critical spirit, a spirit of judgment, a spirit of um, doldrums. Um, and I'm not saying there's not going to be times we're down or hurting, but that should not be the characteristic that, that when people think of us, that's what comes to mind. When our name comes to someone's heart and mind, the result should be that person walks with God. They radiate the joy of the Lord. They're an example. They're a testimony. And that's not because of who we are, because of the God we serve, the God who lives in us. And the one word to be here as, you know, his ambassadors, we're here as his representatives. And that is what the result will be. It will be a life that's filled with the joy of the Lord and seeing God do incredible things because we've chosen to walk in that way and that truth and let the life of Christ be lived out through us. Okay, so I guess, and you know, that it makes perfect sense and the verses are exact. You know, they, they fit this result of trying to work hard, of uh, of doing these things for God, not ourselves. It's about bringing glory and honor to him. And, and, and then I say to you, Stephanie, and this is the hard part. This is where the rubber hits the road. So you've You've lost your husband. I mean, your life's been turned upside down. Your ministry's been completely changed. You're a single mother of eight kids. And and uh, people are going to say, how in the world do I keep perspective? How in the world do I do this? And, and a lot of people are looking to you just because of the circumstances of your situation. And what do you tell them? Well, I tell them it's not me. <laughs> Yeah. As you very well know, the me very often still wants to crawl in a hole and cover herself up. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's it goes back to that daily walk with the Lord. And I'm not saying I have that perfected in any way, shape, or form. But I know um, that spending time with the Lord, spending time crying out to Him, seeking him you know there's a and I, th- I think they uh um where god said seek ye the lord while he may be found calm ye upon him while he is near and um in matthew jesus said you know ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find knock and the door shall be opened and there's that principle um of as we seek the night to him um James talked about that, you know, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of crying out to the Lord. And, um, sometimes most of the time it's not very pretty. Um, but you know, there's that it's, it makes that whole praying always comes alive because, um, if you were to find me doing laundry, switching laundry or washing dishes, a lot of that time is spent just talking to God because that's what keeps me going is just talking to him, knowing he talks to me and um, where his word becomes alive, where it's not just something I read, although I do read it, but where, you know, you memorize it, where you meditate on it, where his words become a part of you and they become a part of your thinking. And um, where that baseline, you know, where he says, I am the way, the truth. And you have to choose to live in that truth um, to see God work. And that's a choice. Um, The devil is very, very, very quick to 
put thoughts in our minds and to um, even put scenarios in our lives to make us doubt who God is, to doubt his word. And um, we have to choose to put on his armor. We have to choose to um, hold up that shield of faith. And the beautiful thing about that is realizing that our shield is our savior. Um, David talked about, you know, the Lord is my strength and shield. And as we hold up that shield, it's, it's literally by, by faith, we are claiming God's promises as that shield and our, you know, our God is that shield for us and claiming that protection and choosing to hide under the shadow of his wings. And, you know, these are all a part of, of, of this process. It's not just one little thing that plays into it. Um, but I think it boils down to just a walk with God. Yeah. That's what the result of um, making these different parts of John 14 reality will look like is a walk with God. Yeah. Choosing to but to follow him by faith. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and I think that's exactly what we're looking for there is how, well, it's not me. And like Stephanie just said, it's not us. It's got to be God. It's got to be uh, these hurting hearts, these terrible situations, the the PTSD, whatever the case is you're going through. Uh, it's the the concept is it's not us. It, the concept has to be it's God, and uh, and and we need to trust God and we need to put it in His hands. And 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 I think that's aptly spoken there, Stephanie. So the idea is the the result of this is that we believe in Him, that we step out. Uh, that our Christian love, uh, I think I, I saw in verse number 15, if you love me. So, I mean, the example here or the uh, the words from God here is if you love me, go out there and show it. So our mission is simple here, I believe, is that we just need to serve God. We need to uh, take these results. We need to understand that uh, because we have a new place, because we're on a highway, be uh, because uh, we have the Holy Spirit of God, because all these different things, and we're going to get into the comforter in just a minute, but because we have all these things, God can do and will do a great work in us. So, so dear friends, as we close today, remember you have everything you need when you have God. I think it was a great day today. I, I, I thank God for each of you. I thank God for Stephanie sharing her time with us. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow, and may God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.